0: This is Let's Chat, You and Me, hosted by Crystal of crystalsays.com. Welcome to the first episode. Thank you so much for rocking out with me and coming on back. Okay, so as promised, these episodes will be super real, super raw, and very honest. And I invite you to chime in by leaving uh, your messages comments, suggestions, all on the phone number that I promised you guys. That number I'll give you right off the top is 914-510-7143. Okay. So this topic is really dear to my heart and it's because I'm living it. (laughs) So here we go. You guys are going to get to know me really really well single christian and celibate yeah you heard that right so from those three things you can tell that i am single i am a christian and i am celibate i've been single for i'll say more than five years lord knows it's much longer than that but I can only remember a solid five years. I've gone through some things. You can see some of those things posted on the crystalsays.com blog where I did a series on being naive in love. It's a funny read. Um, It's no longer a painful read because of what I went through. That's the pain I'm talking about. Not the reading, the reading's quite enjoyable and funny, if I do say so myself. Um, but that aside, I have been single for more than five years. I am a Christian, and so there are boundaries that I have committed myself to, those aren't chokehold limitations. Sometimes we get the notion that as a Christian, There are a bunch of I can't, I can't, you can't, you can't, we can't, we can't. And that's really not what our life is about. It's more about these are the things I'm choosing not to do. I can do anything I want to do, but I'm deciding I'm not going to do this thing. And in this case, in this topic, we're talking about sex outside of marriage. So that's what I've chosen not to do, I'm going to wait, and hence why celibacy. So with that, there is a lot of reasoning for it. Not just the fact that diseases are on an ridiculously high level where people are Legitimately having sex with people to have revenge AIDS and HIV transmissions? How crazy is that? But for me, my body is the temple of God. And that means not just anybody could come on in and do as they please. There's no way I can't let that happen. When I was younger, I used to watch BET. I don't know. Some of you may remember this, but they used to have comedy like late at night and it would be so funny. And this one comedian made a joke and said he was dating a girl and she said, oh, I'm celibate. And he said, oh, that's cool. If you celibate, I'll buy a bit. I laughed. I laughed my head off. It was hilarious to me until I grew up and I realized that many people had the same view. And it was a game that I wasn't willing to play because that meant a lot of heartstrings, a lot of temptations, a lot of gimmicks involved in dating. And especially as a Christian, sadly, we're not immune to it because it's going to happen regardless. These mind games, these games that tempt you to walk away from the commitments that you've made, they're there. And it seems that the more and more you say no, the more the temptations come at you. Do you remember in Family Matters where Urkel was madly in love with Laura and he would always say, if she even said something nice to him, like, hey, Steve. And he'll go, yesterday it was go home. Today it's hey, Steve. And he goes, I'm wearing you down, baby. I'm wearing you down. That right there. That's what it feels like. The more I commit to saying no, I will not go outside of my commitment to God. It's the more temptation. Temptation the more temptation comes. What I've experienced is that the more I've said no, the more the type of guy I would be interested in would now try and find me and then be super nice and sweet and all of these little things that make you think, oh, this is great. This could, be, this could be something cool. We can start off as friends. But then before you know it, you realize all he was trying to do was buy a bit, and I wasn't selling a bit. So that's where I get stuck. And that's where it's a bit frustrating to be single Christian and celibate because in today's culture you look around you see on the tv all your favorite shows everyone is sleeping with everyone um outside of that yeah there's great writing outside of that but everyone's sleeping with everyone almost all the songs you jam out to all the songs that have the music that is so smooth like butter what are they talking about they talking about sex and relationships filled with sex. So it's just like, how am I supposed to not have this on my mind constantly? How am I not supposed to now want this and, and try to rationalize outside of it? Well, the fact of the matter is, as a Christian, I'm expected to. And not just by public eye, because public eye really doesn't matter. It's who I am serving and I'm serving God. So I am expected to rise above the temptation. I am expected to rise above all of those desires. Let's just put words to it properly. The lust. (laughs) That's what you're supposed to rise against. If I were to lie, I would say, yeah, this is easy. You can just do it. Just pray and read some scripture. Yes, those things are excellent. Do them. For all you Christians out there who are in the same boat as me, can we just make it a cruise ship? So that way we at least have some more fun and get our minds off of this. Anyway, sorry about that. I went somewhere else. But seriously. Praying and reading scripture is excellent. Do not get me wrong. It's absolutely excellent. However, the Bible is also practical. The Bible says, don't forsake the gathering of of the saints. And that means you need to be in a group of like-minded people. Who else is there to hold you up? Who else is there to remind you of the commitment you made to God? who else is there to remind you that you are much more than smooth lyrics as as the west indians would say lyrics you're much more than buttery words and this is not only for um men who are tempting to women but also women who are tempting to men fellas i'm not forgetting you because it works both ways and i won't lie i've been guilty i know when i look fly okay and i know when i have a certain walk i know i know what i'm doing and i'm sorry because it's not right <laughs> it's absolutely wrong but i know so i'm not forgetting you guys we need more of a support base and we need to have people who are strong foundationally because what I've found is even within that small circle of support there might be a wolf in sheep's clothing because it's an easy place to pick up a church girl or a church guy that's another thing that I find to be completely annoying and disrespectful when People have gone and done whatever it is they want to do. They've quote unquote sewed their um oats. Was it sewn? Don't don't quote me on that. I'm free freestyling right now. But they've gone and done whatever it is they wanted to do they've had sex with whomever one night stands they've quote unquote lived it up but when they want to settle where are they going the first sunday morning they get church they're going for someone who has dedicated their life to god their body to god waiting on god to bring them someone but the person who comes to the door is someone who decides, okay, now I can settle down and get someone who hasn't been touched. How is that fear? How is that fear? Let's let's make this a little personal. I'm going to make it personal. How is that fear to me? I have this thing that I say with my friends. When someone who has just slept around with everyone, I call them doorknobs because everyone got a turn. There's no way I want a doorknob. I'm not a doorknob. I don't deserve a doorknob. There's no way. So I'm saying to those who are single, Christian, and celibate, hold on. And when this person comes through the door, they can very well be a changed person. But what you need to do, what you need to make sure you do is you talk to God before you talk to anyone else about who that person could be. Because when they lay the words on you, it could come across so sweet. It could touch what you feel is your heart. But what is really touching is your loins. Let's just be real. But you need to consult God first before you consult man. Because sometimes people tell you what you want to hear and you run with that. (sighs) Is anyone else out there feeling the same way that I'm feeling or has dealt with the same thing that I'm dealing with? Please remember, go ahead and call 914-510-7143. Let me know. Send those comments, those questions. Send them all in because I want us to talk. I want us to dialogue about this. Let's keep this going. Send it to a friend, a family member, somebody. Uh, So back to the story. It's really important as single folk and single folk who are Christian and single folk who are celibate to have a group of friends who are going to understand and respect, that's a major issue, respect your decision and stop telling you, oh, girl, you just need to get some. Oh, dude, you just need to go with that chick over there and do whatever. That's so disrespectful to who you are as a person. And if your circle is telling you that, they're not the right people to be in your circle, you need to reevaluate some friendships. That's also another post on crystalsays.com. You can go ahead and read that up, just type in search bar friendships and relationships, it'll pop right up. But we need these kind of people who will think about who we are, respect our decisions, and help hold us accountable. And look out for us when we begin to get a little weak. Because truth be told, sometimes Steve Urkel does wear you down. And in the end, he did get Laura. So so not every Steve Urkel-Laura moment needs to be the same if you get my drift. We need people who would help us, who would hold us up, who would pray for us, listen to us as we, sometimes we're going to whine, we're going to complain because we're a bit frustrated in the process. But that's okay. It's all part of growing. And then somewhere along the line, you'll find your joy again in this singleness, in this celibacy, because it's really not all you see on TV. That's just one part. It's really not all you hear in the songs. That's just one part. You need to see what real love looks like. You need to go and talk to those older family members who might still be married, hopefully they are, or those older church folk who are married or or something happy relationships look at look at those don't look at the one night stands don't look at the quick hookups don't look at the serial dating with no purpose that's a waste of time but we can talk about that another time but seriously we need more of a support base am I alone on this am I just completely bugged out what do you think I'm going to leave this podcast episode open-ended because I want to hear from you. I want those comments. Send those comments. Send those questions. And we'll follow up with it, okay? Thank you again so much for listening to the first episode, Single Christian and Celibate. I hope to see you on episode two.